welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing weekend. Welcome to another episode of Colney Talk Podcast, the Bite Size Show. I'm your host, Alex. First time guests, happy to have you here. And to my returning listeners, thanks for joining me. On this Bite Size Show, I talk a bit about the Arsenal game and then pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were really great in the game and one player, the odd one, who just had a poor game or not good enough, who just needs to be called out. Premier League game, Arsenal hosted Wolves at the Emirates. The stories leading up to this game were suspensions and injuries for Wolves. And so the perceived threat level, for me at least, were dimmed. But there are still the dangerous side. Their previous results sort of tell you how difficult they can be. Not to mention, they did not have a problem when it comes to scoring. However, Arsenal were the winners of the 2-1 victory. But you know the feeling when Arsenal thumps a team 4-0, 5-1 with so much champagne football displayed throughout the game. But that excitement is somewhat soiled, maybe from an injury or a red card or something. That's how I felt at the end of this game. I mean, happy with the win, but I just had to shake off that dissatisfaction because there was a lot of things to appreciate and celebrate. You know, early minutes in the game, Saka put us up 1-0, even with double teaming. That guy is just elite, unresolved. He just muscled through, dribbled in to get his final shot. All that was from very fine workings of superb movements. Jesus holding up the ball perfectly well and opening up spaces for Shaka and Odegaard to move around, causing problems. Then I think this, to me, the highlight reel of the game came from a fantastic second goal. What a lovely pass combination from Zinchenko and Odegaard. That was mind-blowing. All one touch. All one touch. You have heard folks who have not heard me speak about this on this podcast. One touch in those boxes gives us success no matter how much even if it's clear edge chances it opens things up and all that one touch from Zinchenko Jesus and Odegaard 14 minutes in the first half 2-0 the mood of the stadium was lit up I was just so impressed Arsenal were hungry for more I could see so much confidence on the on, on the team and the ball when they were oozing with just so much movement and yeah, that's exactly what we recognize, you know, in those kinds of nice fashion of Arsenal scoring and, and trying to put the team away. And then they kept doing that, Arsenal, that is stretching Wolves so much that when there was any clearance from their box, it landed straight right back into Arsenal in the way they were positioned. Dressard had a lovely moment and couldn't get to his feet properly to finish off for a third. And that was the theme, not finishing off. It and it looked like another goal was coming. The way the team was playing really fast, total domination from Arsenal, the attacking core was just clicking on all cylinders and itching to do something else. And that's exactly what you expect. Martinelli, with his blazing speed, brought his brought his own hot sauce into the game, looking so strong, getting into Wolves' box with so much ease and, you know, having clear-cut chances. It took Wolves a while to grow into the game. And... You know, when they did, they got a bit of their own version of press on Arsenal to force a steal in our defensive third. Arsenal had to do their own defending to deal with their press and carefully what seemed like most of our vulnerable side 
was now exposed, which was on the left where Wu's so as a side to attack. And it created some more drama with Arsenal having to defend more and just missing a few, you know, in sync situations. And that was a sign that we needed to finish off the game with a third goal because we hadn't just yet. And we almost got that. What looked like a fast break, Arsenal broke out to make it a third, but we were just denied by the post from Martinelli. Again, this is now the theme. We just couldn't get a chance to put it out with, with a third goal. And shortly after that, Jesus whiffed across from the far end of a, of, of, a, of, of a pass into the box that just opened up for him, but he couldn't slot it right in. Such a pain on those kinds of missed chances, and it just didn't go away. Arsenal kept on the high gear with so much style, and the pinned Wolves back kept them rattled. And this was just... So much of the confidence that I talked about where the team Arsenal were playing with so much intent to score a third goal or more, which at the time it could have been, but we're just unlucky. We just couldn't have that third goal and we tried to do so much more. We could have been a few more goals up and that's just how it went. And that was pretty much the tone for the near chance and all those misses for the first half. Second half start was so brilliant, but... Wolves started climbing back into the game, gave Ryer his first test with a shot on goal, I think, at this point, which was great. And then with a, with a measure of control in the first half, it felt like we just had to play a bit more differently now, seeing how Wolves had gotten a little bit into the game and try to play in a different style to change how things were going. And that had to change a level of comfort for, for Arsenal. And, you know, that was still there because we had so much you know, possessions and built our dominance from that. And we did have a bit more awareness as Wolves were looking to get back into the game. But Arsenal were levels above in terms of finding the right passes and creating more chances. It still was there. I mean, Saka had one heavy touch, last heavy touch before he could slot in another shot and goal. But we missed that. And a few more of those ridiculous balls were coming through. But... The shots were off and the timing weren't really coming back again. So this was that opening that we really wanted to close out. Wolves were moving up high in the pitch to build from the halfway line. We had a couple of other fast breaks at that point, but I guess that was just the only way we could train, change things before for Wolves. You know, that was the, that's, that was as much of a gamble they could do in terms of the high line they were they were playing from and seeing how much they couldn't take any more chances tells you how dangerous Arsenal were in this game. And I was really impressed how it turned because Wolves press allows allowed us to freeze them up at a certain point, which we could use our speed with a rush out attack. And I think those were so much of our smart pace management at this point. And, you know, as the game just proceeded, we just had to start making some changes as we controlled the game well enough. And at this point, Tomiyasu, who was such a brilliant player in the game, had to go down. I just do hope he's okay for the next game because now the games are coming in thick and fast. So 10 minutes of the 90 was the sour taste of the victory that I talked about. We were defending well and lost the ball in our box and then conceded. We didn't need to do that. We have this game in full control including the missed goal chances. We had this in our control and literally gave it away. This was no reason to make it any difficult, not intentionally, obvious, of course, but it just 
felt simply salty. Just, I don't know. It, it would That bad feeling just kept growing. And for Eddie, not taking that chance, you know, you know, the ball just hitting off the post, I hope he takes this pain to the next game to redeem himself. Because these mischances will come. We'll never halt, fault them for that. But hopefully this can be some drive to 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 finish up their meal when they have a chance again. This goes back to Jesus, Montnelli, Eddie. This is the feeling I expect them to have when they go into another game in another situation like this. And you know, for Arsenal for this game, that it, it it did change the dynamic because since we were not able to take our chances, it put so much tension on us, Arsenal defending our lead. And since it was 2-1 at this time, there was a lot more that we had to do for defending, a bit more lesson for the team, which I know they already had because the game drifted from Arsenal. Wolves were able to drive into our box, having us defend our lead. I couldn't believe we were defending just one goal lead at this point. 92 minutes, my heart was just racing as if something was going to happen. All of a sudden, it was one-way traffic, Wolves giving us our own taste of medicine. It was just <laughs> not fun at all. And that's how much we held on until the final whistle. And it was now for everyone to really breathe, like just getting that that feeling off. So, yeah. And that was the question. How could we have dominated the game 80-something minutes of the game all throughout and only two goals to show for it? And that's the reality of football, folks. I mean, it just tells you that there's so much uncertainty even to the very last minutes which we all know but glad with the win and there's so much that we can be grateful for for that so about my top three players in the game first guy Saka he was again on fire today could could have had an assist with his goal but he was really instrumental in the way we had suffocated Wolves in the final third we were looking at the full makings of an electrifying player with a consistent double teaming he knows that now he's trying to improve that that's just levels really his combination with Tamiyasu was fantastic I just love to see more of that because it opens up so much lanes and fluidity and how they're combining in that front and gives so much room for for Osaka to do great things second player Odegaard been a while I raved about our captain he bust up the middle and the attacking lanes this was the game that he just grabbed by the scruff of the neck. Wonderful goal, which was a, a welcome addition to his game. Several things that he did to nullify Wolves. Pressing was big time. Making our attacking transition so quick was sublime. He was really good. The passes he served up to Eddie and Trissard were pinpoint accurate. Like this was the Odegaard we know and we just been waiting for him to arrive. He arrived in this game for sure. And he was just... On a different level today, I it it uh, it all clicked for him amazingly well. Third and final player, I was going to give it to a different guy, but just based on the last minutes of this game, that was so crucial to our victory, that was none other than Declan Rice. While in those nervous moments, I was just thinking to myself, "We're not missing Thomas Party here." No disrespect, but boy, have we gotten ourselves a one true head of a spine defensive stud he was simply outstanding in sweeping off all threats in our defensive third claiming those chances even when we had to really conform and stay tucked in he really thrives in situations like this 
truly amazing. Yes, there is so much to talk about him and I'm not done yet because I'm sure his consistency will keep showing out in so many games. Long with that continue. No odd player here, but my player to call out is Zinchenko. He was the driver to our goal that we considered a major factor in our attack in terms of formation and shape. His defensive flaws is a problem. We know that. He knows that. He has to minimize them to just a few because it can be managed. It can be contained. But I can't discount his presence on the field, especially when going forward, because he has that quality and he brings it in such a way that makes other other teams scared of us and what we do, how we really pin them back, how we freeze them, how we do so much things. But going back to this problem that he has, he just has to remember that his first task is to defend first. That's just what I'm thinking. But obviously, it's a mistake. But it, 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 we just can't tolerate any, any more than we already have now. Because as these games start creeping up more, margins of error are getting tighter. And the way things are up top right now, we just have to continue doing a lot to keep away from any mistakes that will cost us. Okay, job done. Quick turnaround for next game. Great job by Arsenal. I'll leave it here for this episode. Talk to you very soon because we're about to play uh, Luton in the thing about a day or two. Until then, enjoy your lovely weekend. Take care.